For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast of my show, Lead Singer Syndrome. I apologize for my more somber than usual tone. Yeah, it's gotten wild out there. I am recording this from my home where I have not left in a few days. And I'm supposed to be in Texas right now on tour. Well, that got the kibosh. And uh, it's really crazy how much, you know, how fast this thing has changed. And obviously I'm talking about COVID-19, the coronavirus. Um, Maybe you'll be listening to this in like two years and you'll be like oh yeah that was a super weird like little period of time I don't think that's gonna happen I think this is going to be something that we look back on as the most insane thing that ever happened in our lives definitely for me it certainly seems to be so far so yeah I mean a week ago I put up the podcast don't know if I even mentioned it. Maybe I mentioned it, but it's crazy how much can change in a week. And we were on tour in Charlotte, North Carolina. We played down at the Underground. A sold-out show. Really, really awesome. And, you know, there's rumblings about this whole thing going on. We heard that some bands may be canceling their tours. Um, you know, but, but that was mostly the bands that had kind of not started the tours yet. We heard that, you know, it was getting bad up in the Pacific Northwest and that maybe those shows wouldn't happen, but we fully were prepared to get most of the tour completed. Well, we got off stage in North Carolina and we found out about Tom Hanks. We found out about Rudy Gobert and the Utah Jazz and the NBA getting canceled and then March Madness getting was going to be played with no audience now it's completely not even postponed just canceled along with pretty much everything else and every musical tour um yeah it's it's been absolutely crazy i got to give a big shout out to Code Orange for doing something amazing doing that really rad live stream from their hometown. I got to give a shout out to the Dropkick Murphys for playing on St. Patrick's Day in an empty room, live streaming it on YouTube. I just checked it out for a little while. 
um, it kind of popped up on my phone, and I noticed that there was 150,000 people watching that thing. And to me, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing that we can still have music. And I remind you that Silverstein, we have a brand new album we just put out last week. That is just classic Silverstein luck to put out an album and then have the whole world um, shut down. But I mean, I guess if you're sitting around without much to do, which pretty much all of us are, uh, yeah, check out the new Silverstein record, A Beautiful Place to Drown. And, um, you know, a lot of bands are talking about the financial side of this and how much it does affect, you know, Obviously, the band members themselves, including me, but our crew, um, you know, all the people that work at the venues, the promoter, um, the bar staff, the security, you know, everyone all the way down. It's uh, uh, really, really crazy how all these people are essentially just out of work and no one really knows what they're going to do. And, you know, a lot of times with this stuff, you know, a band will make, especially when they're doing a headlining tour like Silverstein was, you know, you'll make your entire salary pretty much in a month and a half, you know, for the whole year. And then a lot of the other stuff you do will be, you know, you'll make a little bit of money maybe when you play a festival or you do a support tour or whatever, but a bulk of it will come from a headline tour. And now that's just gone away. Um, I'm going to be here at my house in Canada for the next, I mean, it looks like probably four months. We're supposed to be doing a European tour in June. There's no word yet on whether that's going to happen, but yeah, it's, it's pretty nuts. Um, so definitely, yeah, if you could check out our new record, that'd be cool. If you could check out the Silverstein merch that we put online, we took our tour merch, you know, we ordered a lot of it because <laughs> we had a lot of shows and unfortunately, that was unsold, and now that is just sitting around, but we're selling it now, um, so you can head over to Silverstein Music. Actually, silversteinstore.com if you want to check that out. And of course, if you want to help out the show, and of course help out me too, you can check out the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club for more content. There's a whole bunch of content I'm putting up all the time on there, especially if you sign up now, um, you can go you know, see all the bonus episodes that I've done over the last three years that I've been doing the All Access Club. So there's a lot of content that you can go grab if you sign up today. The link is leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access. And yeah, it costs you as little as $6 a month. And you get access to a really great community of other people that are sitting around bored as hell, just like you probably are. So yes, check it out again. The link is leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access. So I have quite a few episodes in the bank right now um, that I want to roll out, that I'm going to roll out in the next few weeks. I might even put out a couple extras because, well, all all anyone's got is time right now, right? So more podcasts, more better, I guess. But I decided to roll out this episode with a very awesome, unique, fearless artist Olga Svetlana of the Svetlanas I did this one Hi. I guess when I was in after we did the North Carolina show actually is when I did it so I did this last Thursday yes that's when I recorded it and the reason I've chosen to roll this one now is because Olga and her husband and son um, and I assume probably some of their bandmates are on lockdown in Italy right now. And I'm sure as you've heard, if you've been following the news, like we all have, uh, Italy is particularly badly hit with the COVID-19, a lot of deaths um, and spreading very rapidly. And they've taken quite intense measures to try to keep it from spreading. And that's what she's going through right now. So I thought this was the most relevant one to put out. Um, not to mention, they have a brand new album. It is called Disco Sucks, and it is out right now. So head over to Spotify or Apple Music or however you listen to your music and check out the Svetlana's brand new record as well. And this band has a story. I mean, as a lot of people may know, 
or if you haven't heard of the band, you probably don't know. Well, they were exiled, banned, kicked out of Russia for political statements, and they are not allowed to return. And that is why she and the band are now based, I guess sort of based, in Italy. So that's where I called her to speak to her from. Anyway, um, we'll get into that in just a second, but if you want to reach out to me for any reason at all, if you're bored, whatever, I'm bored too. I'll be reading all my emails, writing back. I mean, I always do, but I'll probably be a little more on top of it. So hit me up. It's leadsingersyndrome at gmail.com. Add me on social media. Um, Yeah, I mean, add the podcast too. Again, this is still real fresh, all this stuff. I've been in my house since we got back on Saturday. So it's only been a few days and I'm still kind of just wrapping my head around the feeling of nothing to do and nowhere to go at all for the foreseeable future. And also no sports. Oh my God, it's killing me. The no sports is absolutely just killing me. Um, yeah, I've had everything. everyone suggest go find old playoffs from a year you don't know what happened and watch that. Actually, sounds pretty good. Uh, or put on some video games and put computer against computer and watch that. You know, NHL uh, uh, 2000, uh, 2000. I think I got a copy of NHL 09 kicking around somewhere. I'll put that on. But no, seriously, what a weird time. And again, um, I don't know where you live. I don't know the status of what's going on in your jurisdiction, but I do encourage everybody to do the right thing, to distance yourself from other people, especially if you've been traveling at all. Stay away from anyone that's elderly until you definitely know that you don't have anything. I mean, that's the fear I think so many of us have is like, what if our parents get this thing? You know, Um, it's really terrifying. So please... Do the right thing. Um, you know, of course, wash your hands and all that, but make sure that you are distancing yourself and, uh, of course, stay safe out there and uh, leave some toilet paper for the rest of us and leave the baby wipes for the babies. Jesus. Anyway, here it is, my conversation with Olga of the Setlanas. Go fuck you, Go fuck you, go fuck you, Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thank you for doing this. Olga, um, I'm a huge fan. This is, uh, this is awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for your support and uh, for your time too. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I don't really know where to start. <laughs> you know, that's always the problem I have with these things. Um, you, you know, um, but I guess I'll start by asking you where you are right now. Oh, uh, we are uh, in Italy right now. We are in Milan and uh, we are mm-hmm. locked in for the coronavirus. Exactly. Right. And I thought you yeah. might say that because um, I know, obviously, I know you have roots in Italy, like your family is Italian, um, you know, and you guys being from Russia and that whole story, which we'll get to. So you are like, when you say you're locked in the last that I heard, all there is that's open are groceries, like grocery stores and pharmacies. Is that correct? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, there are open just the supermarket and uh, the pharmacies and obviously the hospitals. Oh my goodness. So do you, are people that you know sick? No, we cannot go out, basically. Right. But uh, the, the real problem is uh, that the, uh, this virus um, gives uh, a lot of problem for uh, respiration. Yes. So uh, we don't have uh, enough equipment here in the hospital in Milan or in Italy. Right. So this is why, this is, uh, uh, why all the people is locked in the house. 
because if yeah. a few became sick, you go in the hospital, but they need to choose who, can, who, who uh, could, uh, could be survived. Because uh, Man, wow. <laughs> not enough uh, equipment. This is the real situation. Yeah, that's fucked up. So I hope that in the other countries too understand that this is not just wash your land. This is uh, important uh, and uh, this is more tank. Uh, use the intelligence and don't, don't be stupid. So everyone in the same situation here and I hope that this situation don't, don't go out of this country because we have medical insu- insurance. In yeah. other countries, there, are, there isn't. So <laughs> it's an, an, an epidemic. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Important. Use the brain, guys, please. <laughs> Use the brain. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, well, obviously, like over in Italy, you know, this was happening. It happened so fast to where the authorities said, okay, like, yeah. we have to do yeah, something. I, I, read, uh, I read a lot of uh, news about uh, Germany and France too, and Spain, and there is not a good situation. Yeah. So I really hope that uh, um, everything uh, will go good very soon and uh, that everyone can go out soon. But uh, if uh, everyone use the brain, probably the, situa- the situation will be very good uh, in a fast way. Yeah. People must be freaking out over there, though. I mean, and bored and like, man. Yes, you know, uh, absolutely. I understand. It's not easy. Uh, yeah. You are uh, locked in the house. The kids cannot, can, can't go, go to, to school. So it's not easy for everyone. But, uh, you know, now we have Pornhub for free in Italy. So you can do a lot of things, guys. You can drink. You can stay with your kids. You can watch Netflix and Pornhub too. <laughs> yeah. For free. So, right. uh, <laughs> Keep a smile and be strong and be more punk than everyone. <laughs> Do music. Read a book. That's <laughs> so. the thing, man. It's that's like, and I'm I'm in the U.S. right now. I'm Canadian, but um, I'm my band's on tour right now, and yeah. uh, I don't really know what's gonna happen. We like we played a show last night. Um, yeah. You know, there, it was like. What do you th- play? Uh, I sing for Silverstein. Yeah. Yeah. We we did some we did warp tour together a few years back. Um you, when you guys jumped we, on, I don't know, twenty fifteen maybe? Uh, uh, so we um it's supposed that we will uh, be back in the States uh, this um, at the end of May for a club show for the punk rock bowling. Awesome, yeah. So uh we uh, we will do this and uh, after yes, please uh, keep in touch so we can uh, something yeah sure of course of course um i i love punk rock bowling i was thinking about heading out this year so maybe i'll see you there but um yeah but just but back you know back to what i was what i was just saying about the coronavirus like right now obviously if you're in italy like everything's canceled in the u.s like no one really knows what's going on yet you know you know uh, Um, i I don't know for the u.s here in italy everyone is canceled until april 3rd so we are locked in the in the city until April third. After 3rd. this, everything should be uh, normal another time. Right. Yeah, Fingers I crossed. Guess, I guess that's the way to the way to do it. If you lock everything up for the span of the virus, then it's uh, it's gone. I mean, right? I mean, that's that kind of makes sense. So, wow, that's this is what a time to be alive. That's man, that's crazy. But I do hope. Um, it is a good time for people that are maybe in quarantine or whatever to to read some books uh, and get educated on something. Take the time, you know, to do that. Um, whatever it is. So um, let's talk about your music uh, and your new album, Disco Sucks. Um, it will be out uh, tomorrow. It's out tomorrow. Yay! Yes. <laughs> Finally, that's exciting. So um, that title. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's some tongue in cheek ness to this record. Um, talk to me about the title and kind of what in, what went into this record. Uh, uh, you asked me about the title? Yeah. It's right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, 
the title it was uh, because uh, I uh, we we are a fan of the disco of the disco music of of the past. Okay, but not uh, about the, uh, the the actual disco music. And uh, uh, after this, uh, there is a, um, a good motiv- motivation because we called uh, the album in this way. So uh, in the past, also disco sax was a slogan, a racist slogan. And uh, you know, I fucking hate Nazis, Nazis, Nazis people. I can't understand because they are alive. And and, uh, and uh, so I steal their slogan because they can't have anything. <laughs> and I use it uh, so it really became and for uh, for sure and uh, uh, a funny slogan a punk slogan or what you want but for us uh, the most important things uh, it's uh, that uh, they they don't have anything neither as a slogan we do the, the same we did the, the same with the title of uh, a song pacification of punk rock yes it's one of the song of the new album yeah. uh, this is why uh, Uh, we received uh, this insult uh, from people when we stopped the tour a couple of yeah. years ago. Right. Uh, so someone called us a pussification of punk rock. So if I am anti-racist, if I am anti-nazist, if I am anti-fascist, uh, yes, I'm proud to be a pussification of punk rock. <laughs> There you go. Great, a great answer. Um, yeah, and you, and you brought that up about um, about the tour. It was with um, Barbed Wire Dolls and you. Basically, there was a Nazi uh, supporter uh, at the show and you said, absolutely not. Fuck this. And yes, you canceled we, the show. And then... Reason, for this reason, we canceled just one show. Yeah. The real reason was that we... Uh, We, we can't be a supporter band for another band who told us that uh, for them there is, um, there is not uh, important uh, who right. came to the show. Right. So music is for everyone, for sure. But for my, my music and the Svetlana's music is not for Nevis people at all. No, no. And, no. and I, I, I think that your position and leaving the tour makes a lot of sense um, based on, you know, who you are and what you represent as a band. This is real. You aren't bullshitting, you know. I see you up on stage and you can tell that you mean every word you're saying. You know, this isn't to sell records and t-shirts. Um, this isn't because punk's another genre. For you, punk is seemingly, it's your life. And punk is politics. I've heard you say that. Um, so, you know, with that kind of stance, it makes total sense why you would absolutely not want to align yourself with people that aren't in your belief system, but there's not that many bands, right? Yeah, but, uh, you know, I can't understand uh, how it's possible that uh, in 2020 and in the punk scene, uh, there is someone uh, who can't understand that we are talking about human rights. Right. So uh, if uh, we are talking about human rights, it's not politics. Right. We are talking about Nazism. And uh, if you do a good uh, research on uh, Google, you can find that the Nazism, uh, that, that was uh, in the States too. Yeah. So everyone in the States needed to know what is the, the Nazism. It's not uh, free speech. It's a bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, so someone, uh, they killed millions of people. It's history. It's not uh, my opinion and uh, your opinion. No. So it's uh, humanity. So everyone needs to do this. It's not a stand up uh, for just for uh, politics or I am against, uh, uh, I'm supporter, a politician or uh, another one. Mm, it's very important. So right. it's very important also when you t- we talk about Trump. Yeah. Because we are talking about human rights and not about politics. So this is the same for Putin. This is the same for Salvini in Italy. There is the same of other things. And when I was uh, young, I thought that in the punk scene, there is a lot of people with brain that use brain. <laughs> so and, uh, I, it's, uh, uh, I, can't, I can't realize really how it's possible because in 2020, you can't be fun 
about these arguments in this moment when a lot of people do a lot of shitty things, things again. So you are punk. Show us that what is punk in 2020. We don't need Sid Vicious with the patch now. We need other things. It's another, another, another historical moment. Right. No. Well said. Well said. So um, I've, I've read a lot about... I agree with me. What's that? Are you agree with me? Yeah. I, fuck yeah, I agree with you. Completely agree okay. with you. Um, so, you know, I've read a lot about your band and you know, interviews and little, you know, tidbits and stuff about the band. But I do really want to hear the whole story um, of kind of how your band came to be and how that resulted in your exile from Russia, you know, getting kicked out, getting banned, however you want to, whatever you want to call it. um, And now not being able to go back for a lot of people listening to this, they're American or they're from Europe um, or they're from Australia they're from places that don't understand that Russia doesn't fuck around. Um, they don't. They don't accept any kind of you know um, anti-government talk or any kind of protest, even if it's peaceful. Um, so maybe just try to explain uh, to people kind of what happened, um, you know, and, and kind of how you got into punk rock because I imagine Russian people obviously they talk amongst themselves about all these issues. Russian people are very smart. However, they're not allowed to speak out. So talk to me about how you made that decision to kind of do that. So uh, we are talking about uh, uh, two albums ago. Yeah. When we did uh, Naked Earth Rider. And uh, in the cover of the album, uh, there was Putin naked on a horse. And uh, it it wasn't uh, a good idea, a good idea for uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> for uh, for uh, for some Russians. And in the same time, uh, the problem was were the lyrics. So right. when uh, when uh, they uh, they uh, they organized a tour of this uh, uh, Svetlana's tour in Russia, uh, we can't have the guys can't have a, a visa. And uh, I received a letter where um, they wrote that I'm not a desirable people for the nation, for the country. This happened also because I uh, usually set on fire the Putin's pictures. Oh, yeah. During uh, on the stage, uh, during a lot of uh, Svetlana's gigs. And um, uh, we did uh, an European tour with the Dwarves. And I did this lots of time. So probably someone didn't like my thoughts. Yeah. Did it surprise you at all that because, you know, it's grassroots, like it's, you know, you're not playing a festival with like thousands of people. Like it's, it's just a punk show. Were you surprised at all that it kind of got back to the authorities so quickly? No. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, I guess that's, they're just, it's just, it's hard for people, you know, in Western culture um, to understand, uh, you know, because I, I, of the, so the lack of free speech, you know, it's, it's really like, it's really different for us that like, wow, yeah, the government's I, got all this going on and they actually care about a punk band, you know? Uh, yeah, but uh, mm, f- mm, I don't think that it's uh, just uh, for um, uh, the, cult- the the cultural history of uh, of uh, mm, of uh, people. Um, I think there is uh, an, an, another another motiv- motivation, probably. Yeah. Do you know the story about Pussy Riot? Of course, yeah, I do. So this is not free speech at all. No, the, um, there are a lot of confusion about Pussy Riot too because they no, they are they are not a real band. Right. So everyone talks about Pussy Riot and we are talking about music, but it's not in this way. They are uh, they are a collective, a political color corrective. So there is not music, but there was a demonstration. Yes. And uh, they can't basically. Uh, you can't do this. But I think that you are not, uh, in, in, in every country, country there is not a, a real, a real freedom. So uh, someone can, prob- can probably um, think to be uh, really free. 
but uh, not anyone is uh, really free. Yeah. Yeah, it's messed up. So were you born or, 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 or we need to talk uh, uh, about uh, the concept of anarchy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, do you do you see like there being any hope um, of change? I, I mean, it sounds so hokey that I say it like that, but like actually some movement in Russia that can change the status quo. I mean, is that? ever going to happen? I mean, do you think it's impossible? No, I, 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 I don't know, but I think that everything is possible if you believe it. Yeah. So there are, they, the, now uh, I am friends with a, a band, uh, with the, the Moscow That Brigade. You know the band? Oh, which band? Sorry. Moscow That Brigade. Brigade. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, also the same guys uh, as a um, hardcore band, the Siberian meat grinders. Ah, uh, yep. Siberian meat grinders. Yes. They, okay. They are two bands. They are two great bands, and uh, they they um, they, uh, they they do they. I think they, I think they do this the right things. They do they do music, but they have a great message 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 inside. So they are trying to do a change. Yeah. And they still live there. Yeah. And I think that this year they come to the States because they probably play in a club show, uh, in, in, a, in a punk rock bowling club show too. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, everybody should definitely check them out um, and their message as well. So you, but, uh, go ahead. Uh, I think that everyone with music, but not all, uh, only with music, but also with uh, his passion can do a, a, a difference. If uh, we do a lot of small difference we can change something yeah oh, i love that attitude so just to understand so you were born in russia in in moscow or you um or you're born in italy no i born in moscow yeah. but i live in italy since uh, i was an adolescent and uh, after i married this uh, the drummer yes. of the Svetlanas. So, so now I stay, stay here with him and uh, with my kid, yeah. Daniel. So yes, I'm based, uh, now I'm based in, in Milan. So, okay. So you have a, I guess you have an Italian, like Italian citizenship or something. So you're, um, so you're able, you're at least able to, um, you know, live somewhere. It's, it's, it's hard to understand, you know, reading like interviews and stuff with these short messages, like, you know, it makes you makes you sound like you guys are like citizenship list, like you've got nowhere to go, you know. Um, uh, so it's kind of interesting to hear that. Um, so tell me about like when you were, you know, young, um, growing up in Russia. What was it like? What was your family like? Did you have brothers and sisters? Um, how, how did you do you remember the first time you heard like a punk rock band? Oh, um, I just have my mom. Yeah. So uh, my mommy uh, was the very the real hero of this history mm -hmm. <laughs> because uh, he is the person who who chose to came uh, in Europe for the first for the first time. So I came in France before and after in Italy, and um, this was because uh, there was a very bad situation uh, between her and. Uh, uh, the the man uh, it's supposed to be my daddy. Yeah. So this is why I don't uh, I don't stay for uh, I don't stay in Russia because my mommy chooses for everyone and it chooses to go out. And it was better at, at the end. So I'm very happy to uh, to grow up. Here in Italy, but here in Italy, there, 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 are, there is also a big Russian community. Okay. I think that in every big city, there is a Chinese community, a Russian community, an Ital Italian community or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. So, um, I, just, I just have a granny now in Russia and some friends. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and, and the first time that I listened punk, uh, I was uh, uh, at, and uh, which is the name of uh, uh, the, the middle school, probably. Um, yeah, middle and, school. 
Yeah, and uh, I listened for the first time the discharge, and discharge. I became crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's, an, was, inter- uh, that's an interesting whoa, one. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. It's uh, oh, <laughs> so this well, is uh, uh, the first uh, uh, punk album that I listen. Yeah, um, yeah, and then that just sort of after you heard that, what did you just start? Did you have a friend that showed it to you? Um, did you start like trying to find other bands? How, how, like, how did that work? Uh, it happened at school. Uh, there, uh, there was uh, other guys who listened to uh, some music. And uh, I, list- I listened to one song. Yeah. Uh, so they copied the, uh, cast the, the, um, the tape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember what Discharge song it was? We did, we did uh, it, uh, it, uh, in this time, we did a lot of compilation yeah. from ourselves. So you recorded uh, a lot of uh, different, uh, uh, different songs on the same tape. Uh, you change uh, the tape with uh, other guys so you can uh, listen a lot of... Uh, so the name probably is The Mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, like this might be a stupid question, but... Was this music allowed in Russia? Like, were, were people allowed to listen to, like, punk? Oh, yes. With, po- with politics a, or anything? No. Like, there's no, there were no bands on what music was distributed, was there? So, um, uh, you know, there is Spotify. There is Spotify. There is a... Yeah. Uh, so you can... Uh, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's different. Uh, so you can listen, uh, basically, what you want. You can change the IPA. You can do what you want. Totally. I mean, I know now, yeah, but I mean, I mean, like back, you know, when you were in middle school um, and you guys were like trading tapes and stuff, mixtapes. Um, I mean, w- w- what was it like back then? Because I imagine there was there some suppression of what was able was like a- able to be, you know, played because I know bands couldn't go there back then. Um, this was uh, this was in Italy. Oh, sorry. This was in Italy. Okay, sorry. No, no I thought I thought it was in Russia. That's why. That's why I asked. Um, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Now it makes sense. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so that's cool. So um, I want to I want to ask you about you know your stage presence. Um, <laughs> it's you're kind of in a league of your own. Um, you're very intense on stage, and I remember Thanks. one time I I was I, I watched you if you play on warp tour a couple of times and I went back to watch and um it's probably the third time that I'd watched you on on the, the the shows and I was standing like kind of far away um like kind of off by myself and you you saw me out there and I'm I'm and you were just giving me the finger like you were just sticking up your middle finger at me um and I was like oh is she like looking at me and giving me the finger so I kind of look around and, yep, there's no one around me. It's just me here. Um, and I was like, wow, like that's kind of an intense thing just to give the finger to some random person. Um, I don't know if you wanted me to move closer if I, if because I wasn't dancing. Um, but, you know, you have this thing where you kind of break, you know, in, in film they call it breaking the fourth wall, you know, like the that division between the audience. Um, when did you start doing that? And, and I guess... Um, I guess, I guess where does this come from? Uh, from the hunger, from, um, the stress, from, uh, um, the delusion. Uh, this is, a, this is a way of, um, um, this is my way, uh, to, uh, to do something good for me. When, uh, we, I am on the stage and, uh, and we start, uh, uh, I became uh, myself uh, um, in, in, in every in every si- in every side. So uh, I can scream, I can do what I want, and uh, I can show all my personalities, right. and uh, everything it's good. I can do this when I'm I'm not on the stage, or I became a very Ariel asshole. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is a this is a, um, my way to don't go. To a, um, to a psychologist, right, but right, I work, right. It's I like your therapy. Myself. Yes, your therapy. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, do you have people like come up to you after a show and they're kind of scared of you? 
because <laughs> you're very yes. nice to talk to. Um, but even calling you, all, all I can remember is you on stage giving me the finger, <laughs> and I'm like, it's intimidating. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I I am very happy too when I talk uh, uh, with people after the show, and now before too because someone already know what happened when I go on a stage. But uh, it mm, it's a nice way to to show uh, uh, the real self uh, to all the to to all the people. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's just it's funny because you know you're so well spoken and you you're smart, and it's like there's this really real difference between just the mad energy to that, and like it's important for people to have conversations like you have. Um, but do you ever feel like you, you maybe, maybe not to say you don't get taken seriously, but you, your messages is, is, ends up being washed away by your anger. Is that ever an issue for your, for your band? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can't argue with that. Um, okay. Well, um, what else to tell the people? Um, the new record is coming out tomorrow. Disco sucks. Um, do you have any favorite tracks on this one or anything that um, you think people really need to hear? So, yes, I have my favorite track and uh, it's um, uh, Never Sleep Again. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, never, yeah, yeah. Never Sleep Again. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> We are working on uh, uh, doing uh, uh, by ourselves uh, ten video clip for uh, ten, for all uh, the songs in the album. So oh, we wow. have ten songs, and we will do ten video clips, and uh, everything also by ourselves. So it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very fun, and uh, it's a good way to now in this situation to keep us <laughs> busy. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, right? It's like you got an album coming out tomorrow. You've got so much time on your hands. You might as well write another one. Yes, we probably <laughs> uh, we start we started to write the other one uh, right now. Probably. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Make make the best of a of a terrible situation. Um, so never sleep again. It's the closing track on the record. Um, talk to me about that song. What what is that song uh, about? Why is it your favorite? Uh, because it's um, um, my uh, my romantic moment. I fucking love uh, the breakdown in the middle. Uh, I I love dance on it, and uh, for me, it's um, it's a very personal song song for the lyrics. Cool. Uh, so I really like it, and uh, also I love the Nick's voice in this song at the end. You you heard it? Yeah, I have the whole record here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so at the end uh, when uh, he said uh, goodbye, ha, and, uh, good night, ha, 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 ha. I fucking <laughs> like it. <laughs> it's great. So, yes. Uh, yes, it's my favorite. Also, don't do it. I like it. I like it uh, very much because uh, we use uh, the kids uh, um, of a skate park where uh, we recorded the new album. We use the new the the young skater for the chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they sing uh, with Nick uh, in the album, and uh, this is uh, this was our way to try to uh, go to these uh, young kids and uh, to um, to start uh, to uh, listen uh, to listen them uh, music uh, like uh, suicidal tendencies or municipal waste and not just yeah. trap music. Because now, I don't know, in the, in the rest of uh, Europe and in the rest, uh, or in the States or in Australia, but in Italy, mm, there was just trap, 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 trap. And I, I, I really wish that uh, some young skater start to listen also hardcore or, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or uh, punk rock or the music uh, with uh, the skate uh, is, was born. Of course. I mean, I... That's what the the band I listened to when I was skateboarding. Suicidal Tendencies, hundred percent. That was that was yes. the skateboard band, Southern California. You know, um, for sure, it was it was definitely a band like that. Yes, but um, you know, just the rock would be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not anymore. I know it's it's. I don't even know. I'm, call me out of touch or old or whatever, but yeah, I, I know music music people listening to like young people. I, I don't really know what they see in it, but. 
there's something, I guess. Hey, um, you talk about Nick. Yeah. So Nick, um, Oliveri, who I've actually met before, um, f- people will know him probably best from Queens of the Stone Age. Um, he also Caius legendary band. H- how did you guys get hooked up with him? I mean, and is he, is he a full, uh, part of your band now? Yes, he is in uh, the lineup, and uh, it happened because uh, we did uh, a tour, some tour with the Dwarves. Yeah, and uh, he is the best player of the Dwarves too. All right, yeah. So, so we uh, we we met during uh, on the road, and uh, he, he asked us if he, if um, he could jump on the stage and play <laughs> with us at the beginning, and we are very honored about this. So. We answered for sure, Nick. Thanks. And uh, after this, uh, he asked he asked us uh, if he if um, he could uh, play with us. He can join uh, the lineup, and uh, we were very happy. Yeah. <laughs> for this, and uh, sometimes dreams come uh, real. That's cool. <laughs> but does he does he live in California? Uh, yes, he he lives uh, in Joshua Tree in California. So is it hard? Is that hard at all? To I mean, obviously. A lot of stuff can be done, you know, mobile but, uh, over the internet, but uh, there's a time difference. Like, it's not always easy. It's easy because, uh, uh, you know, he has a lot of bands, so he's uh, very often in tour and they came very often here in Europe. Oh, yeah. We are a, a touring band, so we are uh, very often in the States, too. And uh, so we 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 met uh, we met each other very very often. Last year I probably saw him more than uh, my son. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was yes. We have a lot. We have a, a lot of uh, occasion to to work together. And uh, now now he's in tour with Mondo Generator, his band. Yes. And um, uh, they they have a new album. Uh, fuck it is the title <laughs> and uh, it, it's it's great the album great. and uh, I love them they they are one of the best live band so I think yes they are great and also in, in the track uh, in the track list of the, the of their uh, new album there is a um, song uh, titled Svetlanas oh really yeah, he wrote for us. I, fi- I, I, I do a feature on this song, and it's a very hardcore song. Awesome. <laughs> In a blood clot way. <laughs> awesome! I love that. That's great. That's that's a cool. Yeah. Uh, that's a cool way to do a shout out. Um, that's really great. So, um, okay, well, I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I will. I'll play "Never Sleep Again" for the people. Um, but uh, anything else before I let you go? Yes, I want to know which is your favorite uh, track. Um, well, I like Jump. I mean, I thought that was a great, a great song, oh. kicking off the record, and the video is really, yeah. really good. Um, cool. Uh, and I, I thought "Spit on Your Mother's Face" was was pretty intense as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like those ones. Those ones jumped out at me. Um, I only got a chance to listen to the record once, all the way through. So um, I'm hoping to. Uh, to spin it all the time now. Thanks uh, a lot for your time. Thank and you. For your support. Yo, and thank please, you. when you have time, call that, call us because we are here. So we can talk a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you have lots of, lots of time. Say hello um, to, to your band, please. I will. I will. Well, thank you so much. It's uh, really great to speak to you. Do you have any shows and coming up or anything to tell the people tonight. about? What's that? He cast on the stage tonight. Yeah, well, we have a day off today. Uh, tomorrow. We have a show tomorrow in Atlanta, and I hope there's no coronavirus cancellations or anything, but I don't know. Maybe there should be. Who knows, right? It's it's a crazy time. So, finger crossed for everything. If you play Kikas, uh, or if you don't play uh, Kikas at home and uh, Bright Us. I love it. <laughs> thank, Olga, thank you so much. Ags. All right. Here's Never Sleep Again on Lead Singer Syndrome. Olga, peace and love. Enjoy it. Uh, Yes, watch some movies, read some books. (laughs) I hope you uh, get through it okay. Bye. All right, see you.
Good night. So there is brand new music from Svetlana's, and I want to thank Olga for taking the time to speak with me. And yeah, I know she's very bored. Uh, oh my goodness! I, I mean, we have it bad enough here in Canada. Uh, I shouldn't say bad enough. We have it bad here too. With you know, everything is pretty much closed. But I've heard that since I spoke to her, it's gotten even worse. And now, basically, you need like a police escort to go to the grocery store. Um, which, hey, we got to do what we got to do here. This is uh, seemingly a very, very big crisis. And uh, I really do fear for the lives of the elderly. And it is terrifying how quickly this thing is spreading. Anyway, I love you all. Be safe. And I'll be back next week with another new episode featuring Bert from The Used. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Peace and love. See you next time.